Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I now have a really hot, beautiful, famous girlfriend. <laughs> so funny, you know, it's really nice to have. You know, it's beautiful. But it really brings out the haters. <laughs> First time I saw an article on the internet about a relationship, the headline said, Jennifer Love Hewitt scrapes the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I'm like, really? Really, I'm the bottom of the barrel. I think Gary Busey might be a little closer to the... I think John Gosling might be a little close. Screech might be a little... No, man, it's crazy, man. They take pictures of us everywhere. It's nuts, you know. Like we were minding our own business, you know, on a deserted beach in Mexico, no one around. Like two hours later, there's a picture on the internet from like 200 feet in the air. I'm like, this is a fucking seagull work for TMZ. <laughs> Walking the red carpet with my girl really is a lesson in humility, man. It's intense. I went to the Emmys recently, you know, all these. Foreign photographers are like, je ne fais, je ne fais, je ne fais. Jamie, yeah? Get out of the way. <laughs> We're trying to shoot je ne fais, please. <laughs> no, no, I love her very much. I love her. I love her. I hate being away from her. Because when I travel, you know, sometimes I get lonely at night. And this is, that's when this becomes my party of five. That's, that's, I know what you did last summer. I was, can't hardly wait. I was, see, I couldn't say Garfield. That would be weird. No one. No. My girlfriend, along with every other woman in the world, is now in love with Edward, the vampire. Yeah. From Twilight, yes. If guys didn't have it hard enough, now we gotta deal with this work of fiction. <laughs> Girls always like, why can't you be more like Edward? He's such a man. 
Really? Okay, let's review. Hmm, let's see. Um, he looks like a supermodel. He can fly. And he sparkles when you put him in the sunlight. Let me tell you ladies something. Any guy with those traits isn't looking for you. He's looking for your brother. And he doesn't want to suck his blood. He would like to drain another vein. summer what did you do it was good i um i toured with my boyfriend on his comedy your tour. boyfriend jamie 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 kennedy <laughs> yeah yes and i was his merch girl i got to sell his t-shirts now where does he play what how how big are the venues what's he playing um they're pretty big i mean they vary sometimes uh -huh. it was you know 300 sometimes it was 500 sometimes he did theaters and uh -huh. stuff like that it was sort of all over the he's place he's very funny he was hilarious yeah. and i had a blast because i've never done that sort of thing before so uh -huh. It, you, did you really enjoy it? Because I, it, I loved doing it when I did it, but I can't imagine doing that again now because it, it's just so much traveling and, and yeah. every, every city a different. Every I night. have a new respect. I mean, it's it was unbelievable, and it was just crazy to watch him every night. And you know, the audiences are so different, different, and sometimes there's hecklers, and you just never really know what's going to happen. But I had fun. I bedazzled his T-shirts, and then I'd sell them after the show. <laughs> you bedazzled his T-shirts, like did. just certain ones, or you do that all the time? You bedazzle his shirts? No, I bedazzled his shirts all. The time and then because then we could like jack up the price a little bit. <laughs> well, I, had a, I, had a, I had a mission was just to sell a lot of t-shirts. Wow. Yeah. And you did. You, I so, did. you sold a lot. I did. I met a lot of people who were like, are you not acting anymore? I was yeah. like, oh no, I am. Just not right now. I'm just <laughs> selling t-shirts. <laughs> just the merch girl. Yeah. Well, you probably just, they just wanted to get a good look at you and you probably could have <laughs> sold anything. You could have had like, you know, pins for, you know, for sale. It was really fun. I had a good time. Are you, are you as big a fan? Uh, of reality shows as, as I am? I live for that. I, I heard that you were. What I do you really like? Do. What are you watching? I'm So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah, So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah. yeah. The best thing yeah. that's ever happened in my life is that there's yeah. two this year. I know. <laughs> so excited that they did that. I know. I'm so excited oh. they started again, too. I, I love I mean, there's so many amazing dancers out there. Congratulations to you, by the way. Thank you. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait, I can't too. Wait it's to going to be really it's fun. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. What else do you watch? Um, I, I like The Hills. Mm -hmm. I love The Hills. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I like those. Um, I like the. I like the animal shows. Yeah. Like when animals attack. Mm -hmm. Love to see. Love to see stupid people and watch those animals just be like, "Are you kidding me? I'm a Wait. deer. Like, do <laughs> watch it." Have you Have you watched yet? Uh, I shouldn't be alive. Have you no. seen that? Oh, you've got a TV. Is it amazing? It's amazing. It's stories of people that have lived through things that are the most. You can't believe. What they go through, just one thing alone, you're like, oh God, there's no way they're gonna make it. And then another thing happens to, and they're all true stories. Oh, they're reenacted, so cool. but it's done really well, and it's the real person talking, and that, and it's just things that you just can't imagine. And whenever I'm having a bad day, I always think, well, at least I'm not on. I shouldn't be alive. Like, I, <laughs> there are people that go through things that are just like, oh my God, they made oh, it through I'm that. I'm gonna watch it. I shouldn't I be alive. Wait. It's really, really oh, great. Oh, that's great. I'm gonna watch that. I'm it's, gonna add it's that. It's a good one. And Hoarders is good too. Have you watched Hoarders? No, I haven't. Mm. I, that really might scare good. me a little. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 fascinating to yeah. me, those shows. Um, I think Hoarders is on A&E, right? Is that right? Okay. I'm um, going to watch that, too. Yeah. Now, you're a little obsessed, as most people are, with Twilight. <sighs> 
remembered. Uh-huh. I really do. Yeah. I, my dream is just to carry uh, Rob Pattinson's luggage. Just through an airport. Uh-huh. Just want to carry his luggage, get him a sandwich, whatever he might need. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jamie's good with that? <laughs> yes. He doesn't mind that? As long as Jamie gets to carry Megan Fox's luggage through the airport, I can carry Rob Pattinson's. I so see. It's okay. It's a mutual um, thing. Yeah. But it's really, it, I mean, he's nice as well. But it's really Edward. It's just Edward. He watches Bella sleep. Mm-hmm. And he wants to live with her forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love him. It's just a character. It's not real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> That's the other reality yeah. show I watched, yeah, Twilight. I That's not real. It's not real. He, he's not a vampire oh. or none of those things. But isn't that a great... I mean, if you're going to go, isn't that a great way to go? Like a hot guy sucking on your neck? <laughs> love that. what comedy is. I mean, you got to share who you are, right? You got to have your your unique experiences, the way that you walk in and talk to It's Jimmy. What's going on, Jamie? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm chilling in Chicago with family. Imagine the last couple of months, like how the world has changed, like upside down, literally. Literally. Literally, literally, literally. It's intense. Are you doing well? Trying to listen to people and get, the, you know, I'm try, I don't know. I just say, feel weird promoting today, but hey. I wanted to ask you from you, what was the kind of the beginning stage for you to want to do this special? Because you've taken a little bit of time off. I mean, you've done a lot of comedy festivals and stuff like that, but like your own stand-up special. What was the the kind of the thinking behind it to, to put this one out? And why did you want to do it in a sense? You just, you know, I did, um, I did a special in 2006, then I did another one in 2010, and then I did Heckler, and then I think, you know, you gotta try to do one. I hadn't done one for a while, and then mm -hmm. the whole business kind of changed in terms of, you know, where you can put specials out, do you get a DVD, do you get, uh, streaming, and now it just became much more of a streaming thing, and so... I was like, I just gotta put something out. This is my material, this is my stuff. You know, I, you, know you, you get up to a point with material and then you wanna put it out there and then move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like this one in particular. Obviously followed your career for years and um, seen a lot of your work, but this one was interesting in a sense where it's almost a look back kind of at your life and, and you know, it's a mature version of, of you in a lot of ways of uh, kind of, you brought a lot of yourself into it, which you always, I feel like the best comedy in general, anything, even acting is when you bring your own like real stories, real experiences, because people can always relate to that. You know, I think that's what makes comedy great is you can tell when someone's bullshitting and creating stories and crap that's not real and authentic. But when you bring yourself to it, I think that's what makes the best comedy because it's real and relatable. And I felt that you did that a lot in this special. You brought your experiences, your life, uh, your your history with movies in sense, you know, your, your career to it. Tell me the the process behind it to make it a lot more personal and kind of, or, you know, almost in a sense it was a retrospect of, of a lot of your life and career. Well, I talk about stuff that's like, you know, in my, just like what you know, right? So you gotta mm -hmm. be like relatable to people. So you gotta, I have like, you know, I talk about some of the movies I've done. I talk about how people recognize me. I talk about, you know, what they say to me. And so I kind of have to, you know, let people know what, how my life is. 
make it relatable, you know? And so then I try to make it funny and then I go into more of my, basically, I go into my perspective on things and then I go into my beliefs about things. But yeah, I mean, in the beginning of the special, like, I just, that's what comedy is. I mean, you gotta share who you are, right? You gotta have your your unique experiences, the way that you walk in and talk. If you have the lunch at Taco Bell, yours is gonna be a different lunch than my lunch. And so, even though we're both talking about Taco Bell, so it's kind of what it is. You have to kind of share your own thing. Mm-hmm. No, I, I feel that's that's what makes it special and unique that no one can, you know, people can relate to it, but no one has the same story. You know, even if you're doing the same things, everyone's got a different perspective on things uh, in that way. After all these years, you said you, you've kind of been off from stand-up. How tough was it for you to, maybe easy in that way, to come back with with a stand-up special? Is this something that's been brewing for a while that you were ready for and finally found the time to do it? Is it tough to kind of navigate between acting and doing stand-up comedy? Because they're different media in a sense and the way they're projected but how do you approach uh, that it's very different because you know one is out there and you're doing it every night and you're out there working and adjusting and putting more jokes in and adding and adding more and then you know and taking away and, and the other one is you know you hand the script and you basically just you know go there and do it shoot it once and then you're done mm-hmm. you know at this one you're constantly evolving it rearranging it fixing it and um it's 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 different but you know there's there's so many more outlets now to do comedy and i was always doing comedy but i was like comedy for a while was quiet and then around 2015 it exploded with podcasts and netflix and streaming and now we have so many different places where content is everywhere so that's when I really said, you know, I think it's time for another one. But for a while, I was just doing it, and I wasn't really getting so much. You know, I was just kind of leveling out. You know, I was just Jamie Kennedy, comedian. People know me, and I was, you know, I was like who I was, but I wasn't, like, moving to the next level. But now I believe with your social media and your marketing, you can really connect with the people that like you, so you can create your own vortex of success. So... I think you have to give them content every couple of years, fresh. Mm-hmm. That's why I did it. So is that kind of the plan? I mean, do you want to get back into more regular stand-up work, uh, but or do you want to like maybe do accumulate enough stuff where it feels fresh after, and people kind of almost lust for it after every year, or every two years? Uh, what's your kind of approach now after you've done this special? Uh, how you want to approach it going forward? Well, I think that the goal is to go and, you know, have your material, put it out, have your fans consume it, and then, you know, I've toured this special enough, it's done, now I have to go out and work on new stuff, you know, so I have, I almost have enough for another special, because I shot a 90-minute special and only 60 was used, and between that and the time this was shot, I have about another hour, so then I'll do that. So I will, I, the goal is to just put stuff out there and then, you know, go from clubs and then go from that to theaters and then, you know, the bigger venues until I can take it to where, you know, I feel like I've exhausted my comedy where people consumed it enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I no, want, I get I want, it. I want, I want to try to see how, you know, we're doing it a long time and now it's time to really market it, get it out there. And so... 
that's the goal. It's so hard to weird talk about all this with the world around us. It's like, you know, I guess in a way the comedy is needed more than ever, but understanding people is needed more than ever. But, yep. you know, that's what it is. So it's, I'm just trying to, you know, create it for myself. Well, I just always felt comedy brings people together. You know, I think that's one, you know, when, whether the world's divided or whatever's going on, bad times, right? I always felt like comedy's the linking force between people because it doesn't matter what race or ethnicity or gender you are i think it brings everyone together to this relatability where you can have someone in a room together different types and backgrounds and stuff and have a good time together you know and laugh at things together i always felt like comedy was like this big uniting force that we kind of had in our society that was more powerful than people gave it credit to Mm -hmm. i think you're right Think you're looking at what you've done and kind of always put yourself out there that's that's really respectable i feel like you try. I, I appreciate that man it's, you know sometimes it doesn't work but you try stuff you know that's, it's something happened in our world where if you try and it doesn't work you're a loser but it's like i've tried you know, you yeah try certain stuff sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but that's what art is you got to shoot your shot. You know what I mean? You got to take a chance. You don't know what it's going to turn out. But hell, you know, I, I feel like it's always you kind of live with regret for not trying something you always maybe wanted to or, you know, had a urge to try because you were either pigeonholed or thought that this might, you know, change the perception of others have on you. That's honestly, that's admirable to, to try different things and give it a shot. And at the end of the day, at least you can look in a mirror and say, hey, I did it, you know, no matter how it turned out, I'm not in control of that, but at least I tried it. Okay. I agree, dude. I agree. That's what art is. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's like, you can't try if people don't let you try, then that's just stifling. Mm-hmm. To look back, you've been part of the Scream franchise and Mask franchise, and they're talking about rebooting them and doing them over. How does it feel to kind of be at the forefront when this was an original concept, you were part of the, in a sense, originals, and now we've come to a point where things are being rebooted that you were originally? Um, is this something that you would want to be part of again? How do you feel about, in a sense, having some of these iconic franchises that you've been part of now talked about rebooted for a new generation very fortunate you know very very lucky that i've been a part of something that has really just been part of pop lexicon you know pop pop lexicon americana you know pop, pop culture it's it's um you know scream has transcended movies it's not just a horror movie anymore it's just a great piece of movie great piece of pop entertainment so I'm very fortunate, and the mask too, you know, the mask is this thing that has left a burning impression on pop culture, and I was lucky enough to be a part of it, Tremors, Mm -hmm. I'm very fortunate, you know what I mean, I mean, like, when the aliens come, they're gonna know certain things, and they'll probably see one or two or three of those movies, and go, who's this guy? (laughs) I've been lucky. Man, speaking of lucky in that, I'll, I'll be honest, I remember back in the day, there's no other girl crush you could have besides Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was, like, so jealous of you, man, and pissed at some point uh, growing up. I'm like, you are the luckiest guy on the planet uh, for dating the the it girl of at least my generation. You know, girl, I'm 34, so growing up in, in the 90s and stuff. Man, what a life. Uh, to think that you're single, it's almost unfathomable, you know, watching this special. I'm like, man, if I just had a day in the life of Jamie Kennedy, <laughs> especially back then, that would have been pretty damn cool. I was, uh, it was a very special time in my life, and I was very lucky, and, uh, we were very, you know, it was a great, it was a great time, and I still care 
That's awesome. Jamie, thanks so much, man, for taking the time to talking to me. And uh, it's cool because a lot of my friends are behind this project. So it's cool to finally get to see it and see you do, you know, once again, kind of go back to the start of what you've done. And comedy has been your thing, man. And seeing that you, you know, still getting it done, you know, uh, throughout all these years in Hollywood. So a lot of props to you. I hope you continue putting out uh, stuff, movies and uh, comedy and you know, voiceover work, and I hope to see you maybe direct one day, but uh, just wanted to, to say, man, I, I admire your work you've done over the years, and keep on being an original. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it, man. No problem. I... Thank you so much, man, alright? Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Okay, be safe out there. You too, Jamie. Take care, buddy. Thanks. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.